Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Texts Podcast, episode 121. The following is the recitation of Psalm 109, aka Perek or Mizmor Kuf Tet. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 109 Lamanatseach David Mizmor Elohe Tehilati Al Teharash Ki Fi Rasha Ufi Mirma Alai Patahu Dibru Iti Lishon Shaker Bidivre Sin Ah Sivavuni Bayi Laha Muni Hinam Tahat Ahavati Yish Tenuni Vaani Tefila Vayasimu alai ra'a tachat tova besina tachat ahavati hafked alai rasha vesatan yaamod al Yemino Behi Shafto Yetse Rasha Utifi Lato Tia Laha Taa Yu Yamav Meatim Pekudato Yikach Acher Yiyu Vanav Yitomim Veishto Almana Vinoa Yanuu Vanav Vishi Elu Vidarshu Me Vo Tehem Yenakesh No Se Lehol Asher Lo Ve Yavozu Zarim Ye Gio Al Yehi Lo Moshech Chased Ve'al yehi chonen li tomav. Yehi acharito lehachrit bedor acher. Yimach shemam. Yizacher avon. Avotav El 
Adonai Bechatat Imo Al Timach Yu Neged Adonai Tamid Bayachret Me'eretz Zichram Ya'an Asher Lo Zachar Asot Chased Bayirdof Ish Ani Ve'evion Bet'nich'ei Levav Limotet Vayahav Kelala Vatevoehu Velo Chafetz Biv Racha Vatirchak Mimenu Vayilbash Kelala Kemado Vatavo Chamaim Bekirbo Bechashemen Beatz Motav Tihi Lo Keveged Yate Ule Mezach Tamid Yach Gereha Zot Peulat Sotnai Meet Adonai Behadovrim Ra Al Nafshi Beata Adonai Adonai Ase Iti Lemaan Shemecha Ki Tov Chastecha Hatsileni Ki Ani Veevion Anochi Velibi Falal Bikirbi Kitsel Kin Toto Nehe Lachti Nin Arti Kaarbe Birkai Kashlu Mitzom Uvesari Kachash Mishamen Baani Haiti Kherpa Lahem Yeruni Yeniun Rosham Ezraini Adonai Elohai Hoshi'eni 
such a severe psalm is allowed to be part of Tehillim. There are graphic and unkind, to put it mildly, curses that it seems David is wishing on his enemies. How do we reconcile this? The Dat Mikra suggests that it's the narrator doing Mida Keneged Mida, measure for measure, that these enemies wish this upon him, and now he is clothing them in the same curses. I suppose this makes it more swallowable, but still seems vengeful, which isn't something we value. Another possibility is that this is meant to prevent false witnesses and evildoers. Not actually curse them, but show the potential of what their curse could be. Alternatively, some think that this is against evil incarnate themselves, like Hitler, etc., who we wish to erase their name altogether, and... It's acceptable to be talking like this. Then you have Rav Hirsch, who has a completely different take on it. And honestly, I laughed a little when I saw the contrast to the other opinions. And at first thought it was a bit of a cop-out answer, but saw that there were others that agreed with his grammatical analysis and how much it actually makes sense, especially considering that Rav Hirsch tends to be known for knowing his grammar. The verse says, referring to verses 6 to 19, quote, These curses are hurled by the enemy at David rather than by David. It is obvious from the fact that the subject to which they refer is in the third person singular throughout. End quote. In other words, pretend there are quotation marks around those psukim as though David is rehashing all the horrible things that his enemies possibly his father-in-law, King Shaul, or Doeg, were throwing at him as false witnesses in the court of law. 
This outlook makes most sense to me, seeing as how toward the end of the psalm, when he is asking God to save him from for Hashem's namesake in his kindness, David expresses how he is poor and defenseless, and that his heart is empty, and he is stirred up like locusts, and his body has grown lean with no fat, etc. The state of being described seems to indicate that this is a prayer of someone who is just completely deflated, whose mind is buzzing, trying to make some sense of the betrayal and traumatic events he has just gone through. We spoke about how we are allowed to be angry in another psalm, and that this is actually a healthy thing when done right. And perhaps you could say that this is David's expression of that. But the whole section of cursing is prefaced in Pasuk 4 with a unique phrase, Ani tfila, I am prayer. It's not an adjective or a verb, but rather a noun. Even Ezra explains this phrase to mean, even though they hate me, I pray for them. Rabbi Hirsch relates the word tefila to the word palel, to judge. So lehit palel is to judge oneself in God's presence. All this would seem to indicate that David doesn't just pray to God, he is in a state of constant inward seeking to connect and better himself and make sure that he is not in the wrong and that if he truly isn't deservant, he's asking for Hashem to save him anyway, like we have seen in recent psalms just before this one. Because he feels he is fading like the shadows, etc. I can relate to this form of prayer as I recently had to deal with a bullying issue for my twins at a school friend event over the weekend that then carried over to being in the school premises itself. The teacher asked if I had done anything about the thing over the weekend, and I quickly answered that I didn't know where to begin. After thinking about it, I realized that I was inwardly judging myself and my girls of all the ways they could have brought it on themselves, and what part they had in it to provoke such events, since none of us is perfect. Then I realized that in any event, my girls were in an emotionally broken state because of what took place, and that was never okay and needed to be voiced. In the text I wrote to the whole grade, I stated, perhaps like David did here, the events that occurred, but also acknowledge this initial impulse not to say anything, as I am really good at overlooking and excusing bad behavior in others, and usually turn it inwards to see how we needed to improve, to a fault. I indicated that while I have approached conflict this way in the past for myself, I am learning more healthy habits of at least pointing out where there can be improvement, that and that I need to make sure that I'm also especially not doing nothing when it comes to my kids. My text was matter-of-fact. Ultimately, I had no ill will towards the perpetrators because I don't believe their intentions were bad, like in this psalm. But there is a degree of understanding that although I can judge my own actions and pray about them, I am recognizing and voicing and will not stand by idly regarding injustices that need to be spoken up against and pray that the situation improves after putting it out there. Perhaps David wanted this psalm to be ambiguous because he did want Nida Kenegad Nida, or perhaps he just needed to write out the events that happened so that he wouldn't keep judging himself negatively and could see things for what they actually were, namely an unhealthy betrayal that he 
he didn't need to keep putting only himself down for, and instead could see that he was feeling as badly and broken as he was, for a good reason. May we be able to acknowledge both the hand we play in the events that take place in our lives, as well as the hand others play in a way that is balanced and enables us to work through hard times in a healthy way. The learning and recitation for this week's episode is in the merit that we can come away stronger from the increased attacks against our nations and still feel healthy, whole, and connected, and that in our interpersonal lives, we can both learn to take responsibility where responsibility is needed to be taken. episode that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nursenisa1 n-u-r-s-e-n-i-s-a the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining okay.